0: And now, The Fine Print with Attorney Jen Rout.
1: Hi and welcome to The Fine Print with Attorney Jen Rout. I am Attorney Jen Rout and with me as always is my cynical sidekick. Ben right. ball. I think we heard that last time.
0: <laughs>
1: Little cynical.
0: <laughs> yes, a bit. A bit. But it might just be my mood. Oh, so, are you still uh, grumpy? Yes, I'm grumpy. But that's just because oh, there's so much to do, Jen. There's so much. There is. Oh my god, it never ends. It's like, oh my God, this is basically what I do for the rest of my life is just makes these things go away. Oh, putting up fires! Yeah, no, we're in our new sound booth, which is very exciting. Hopefully, it, is. it sounds pretty good. It is nice, um, and I put up all of our our sound tiles. You see them all the time. They're like the foam tiles that are cut into like triangular shapes and everything. And they're supposed to go up to dampen sound and, and deaden the sound a little bit. And I put them all up, uh, and I used a. I, I looked at a YouTube video, and this is a stupid mistake I made. Um, watch the YouTube video guys like oh yeah this works perfectly this is how I put up all my sound tiles and apparently not because they've all started (laughs) shedding off of the walls like we have mange in our office or something it's so yeah and then a computer broke and so it's just been kind of travesty after travesty so
1: he's having a grumpy week it happens
0: so you know what would help what's that
1: Therapy animal, a little companion cat,
0: kitty, or something that'd be nice. I could deal with that
1: companion kitty.
0: Yep, take Mm. some allergy meds. That'd be good with that. Yeah, cool. Or is that what we're talking about? Companion Uh, kitty. Well,
1: kinda. Um, so we've I've recently had a number of clients come in, um, having issues with their landlord. So these are residential tenants having issues with the landlord, um, and it's all related to their pet. Um, And some of these pets have been actual what we call companion animals, versus a service animal, okay. And some of them have been service animals, which is a big you're in deep trouble, landlord. So
0: service service animals is like you know former military, former does that count? Like um,
1: no, so okay, right. When, When we're talking about service animals, service animals are animals primarily dogs, but I believe also certain horses, Um, uh, miniature horses, weirdly. Okay, but primarily dogs. Tiny little horses. Yes, tiny little horses. So when we talk service animals, we're talking about mainly dogs who have been specifically trained to service their owners. So that is helping um, a blind person cross the street, alerting people who are deaf to Uh, Dangers, pulling a wheelchair, getting things for someone in a wheelchair, alerting and protecting a person who is having a seizure. Building Um,
0: campfires.
1: Right, because dogs can do that. (laughs) Um, And even it can go to the level of calming a person who has post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay, so service animals specifically meant to serve. Right. Versus companion animals now a companion animal can still be specifically trained and it's specifically trained to help with mental or emotional issues so it's companion Mm -hmm. that calms those things but it doesn't rise to the level of a service animal or a disability or helping someone with a disability um the companion animals while still generally applies to dogs it can also apply to cats birds lizards Anything really? Probably not fish. I wouldn't think fish.
0: Fish are almost like plants that move. Oh, <laughs> I mean, nobody right. really cuddles up with their goldfish or anything. So, or their goby.
1: They're they're go- <laughs> jeez, a little guppy. <laughs> or their yellow
0: tangs. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, the big question I've had lately is: uh, a new management company took over, or the landlord? Um, I represent a number of landlords who have recently bought buildings mm-hmm. that have tenants in them, and they are taking it over, and they want to have a no-pet policy. Okay. But the prior landlord allowed pets. Okay. Okay, so then can they just kind of unilaterally change that? And the answer there is naturally, because in all things in law, the answer is always, it depends. Hmm.
0: Of okay. course it is.
1: So, it depends on if they are assuming the responsibility for the existing lease, and if so, they have to honor whatever the existing lease says. If you have a lease and someone's buying it as an investment property, generally speaking, they assume the lease. Yeah. That being said, when that lease comes up for renewal, they can change it. Right. And then you have a problem. Right. So it's if you do have a change in ownership, it's a good thing to understand if any of those terms are going to change when the lease renews, especially if you want to stay there. Um,
0: well, if it's a lease, isn't the kind of thing where like you actually have to like acknowledge that the lease is renewing and make a decision? I don't think you have to actually put anything in writing. But they have to contact you and say the lease is renewing, don't they?
1: Well, it depends on what the lease says. Okay. It, some leases automatically renew. Most of them turn into a month-to-month
0: thing. Okay, okay.
1: So, then it doesn't really renew. It uh-huh. just turns into a month-to-month lease.
0: Okay. You know what doesn't work that way is cable companies.
1: <laughs> True.
0: Stupid cable companies.
1: Back to he's grumpy today. Yeah. Um, so.
0: I'm not going to say which one, but it's wide open.
1: <laughs> oh, calling him out.
0: I didn't say who it was.
1: Right. Um, (laughs) So, if your landlord doesn't allow pets, so let's just talk through some scenarios to make sure we, you know, are all right on this one. Okay. Um, And someone gives you a fish (laughs) in an aquarium. That's a terrible gift, by the way. Right. (laughs) Do you have to get rid of the gift? Hey,
0: here's something you uh, have to take care of.
1: (laughs) Right. Okay. So, technically, yes. And this is all classified under Ohio Revised Code Section 5321.05. So, you have to obey all local health and other ordinances, and you must not disturb your neighbors. Um, That's the general code. And then if your lease says no pets, that means no pets. So, that's contract law. You have to abide by the contract. That being said, realistically, is an aquarium... A violation? Eh. Probably not. Yeah we, yeah. we probably don't rise to the level of that.
0: Right. However,
1: right. I had one landlord whose tenant did have a fish tank and it was a ginormous, yep, that's a word, ginormous fish tank.
0: I have used that word. <laughs> no, I, I, I have uh, a friend uh, who you know. Uh, well, you'd say his first name, doesn't matter. Chad. Oh, Chad. And Chad. His, uh, his house has always been a bit of a menagerie, but he, he got into fish, like way into fish. And he, he at one point, was looking into um, bringing in large, like, pools... Like large, large pools, like industrial, like that. I think, I guess the kind of thing you build, like industrial fountains, out of. Oh. To to have sharks in their house.
1: He's <laughs> and, um.
0: And it's an apartment that they're renting, and oh, the reason no. that they ended up not doing it was because they figured out that the floor would not be able to handle the load <laughs> with the water that was going to be put in.
1: That's a good choice. So. So that's the
0: thing. If so from a landlord's perspective, there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: and if so, I had a landlord who's, you know, these people had this huge fish tank, and they would push it when they they would they moved it around a couple times, and instead of like draining the fish tank, yeah, they pushed it against the carpet, which then tore up the carpet. Tore up the carpet, of course. Well, guess what? Yeah, if the landlord has in the lease that they can. Take from your security deposit or charge you back for any damages, that's beyond normal wear and tear.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Same thing, the aquarium leaks or anything like that. So if you're going to do that, just be careful and make sure you're not damaging the property. Sure. Most landlords prohibit pets because they don't want the risk of damage to the property. They don't want to have to fight over whether or not your cat peed on the carpet and they had to replace it. Mm -hmm. That's generally why they. Have no pets. Right. They don't want to deal with that.
0: Makes sense. Yeah.
1: Right. Um, Same thing happens is what if you have a guest staying with you and they bring their dog? Okay.
0: First of all, rude.
1: Unless <laughs> right. it's like
0: cleared ahead of time. And I guess even then, if one of my friends is like, hey, we're going to come for a week and we'll bring the dog, is that cool?
1: Right. So, okay.
0: In an apartment, no. In less.
1: an apartment. I mean, generally. You yeah. lease an apartment. It might be a house. Right. but
0: Sorry, I'm poking holes in your argument before you even table it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't even know what I'm going
1: to say. All right. So, you know, a relative <laughs> comes to stay for a few weeks and brings a dog. And there's no pets policy. she's staying for a few weeks, you are risking eviction. Yeah. Because it's a no pets policy. Yeah. And it applies. Yep. Um, Same thing if it's a companion animal. Yeah. Because that is not protected by the Americans with Disability Act. Yeah. Now, if she has a service animal, completely allowed. Yeah. They can't evict you. There's no risk there. Right. You just have to raise the argument it's a service animal and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. A few hours? Rude. You could get yelled at. Yeah. If there's any damage to the apartment or the premises, it's going to be on you. Yeah. Even if it's not your dog. Yeah. That chewed up all the woodwork. So, just be aware of that. Yeah. Um, we've already kind of talked about the differences between service and companion animals. Another difference just to be aware of... So, let's just say you have a companion animal. They are not allowed... And you want to go to the pool. Most pools, do, even if they allow pets in the complex, do not allow the animal in the pool area. Yeah. Companion animals are no exception service animals are Hmm. service animals can go absolutely anywhere at any time period
0: they have have a level 5 clearance in the United States government
1: Yep. Um,
0: all of them so
1: all public areas any service animal can go um, but companion animals uh, are not able to do that so those are the ones that are for the comfort of the emotional uh, support do not qualify so um, that's the difference Again, with the exception of the calming PTSD, that's now a service animal. Yeah. So, that's important. Um, Next up, uh, realistically, what if you're applying for a lease Mm -hmm. and there's a no pets policy and you have a companion animal versus service animal? Right. Um, And again, we're getting into this whole... There's an argument here, companion animals, mental health, all good things. Um,
0: Okay, so uh, just so I'm 100% clear, a companion mm -hmm. animal, is that basically just a pet? Yeah. Okay, that's the layman's terms, just a pet. I mean, you can can make the – your legal argument that you're saying is basically that it is something that provides emotional support and and that sort of thing. But essentially what you're talking about is – I've got a right. tarantula in a, in a bin in the, that I keep in my bedroom, which is horrifying, by the way. Right. And, you know, that's your pet.
1: By the ADA definition, it is dogs or animals whose sole function is to provide comfort or emotional support. Those do not qualify as service animals. Gotcha. So I can have a pet because I want a dog. Right. But, and that dog may bring me Comfort and support in my times of emotional distress. But realistically, I don't have a diagnosed condition that requires a companion animal.
0: Right. Okay.
1: I could have a mental condition, emotional condition, depression, anxiety Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that a doctor has said, you know...
0: Get a dog. Get a dog. Right.
1: Or cat, whatever. Companion animal. They bring you comfort... Um, and support,
0: right? Okay, okay. So, service animals are the ones who have been trained specifically to aid in people who have disabilities,
1: right? right. Whereas companion animals are, are just, let's make me warm, yeah. feel, feel warm and fuzzy. I made a
0: bad decision in college, is what that is. So. <laughs> well,
1: not <quite> that bad. <laughs> and I mean, there's legitimate evidence that com- companion animals are very helpful for those battling with depression sure. or anxiety oh, or any number of. Emotional or mental disorders. So they have their place. We're just talking about where the law stands okay. right now as to whether or not you can yell at your landlord for violating this rule or if you can force your landlord into lifting the no pets policy to allow your companion kitty well, in Well, Jen,
0: him. I'm going to let you in a little bit of color of my background. Uh, uh, my wife and I, we lived a, a life on the lam from the law uh, for a couple of years uh, at our last apartment we ever lived in we had uh, our our three cats at the time um and uh we were not paying for any of them there was a a, a complete bullshit policy where it was an extra forty dollars per cat fighting per month.
1: against the man
0: yeah forty dollars per cat per month and that was the policy and you know, But there's a, a, our argument at the time was, well, kids cause way more damage than that, and they do, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> nobody has to pay any extra money if they have a child in the house. Right. So, we didn't do that. And, it, and yeah, I mean, we got away with it, no problems or anything like that, but every year they would have an, an inspection of the, the heater, which I think was basically just an excuse to go into the house. and.
1: That's when they replace your furnace filter.
0: No, well, that's... that's that's the man. I don't believe that bullshit.
1: Uh, okay, so cynical <laughs> and conspiracist. So, but we
0: had to board the cats just because, you know, we didn't want the guy going in there. And the cats are like, hey, what's up? You know, but honestly, it probably wouldn't have made any difference. But
1: So, okay, if you're going <laughs> to... Um,
0: <laughs> That's the end of my dumb story. All
1: right, so le- let's go back to you're trying to get an apartment and you have a disability okay <laughs> and you have a service animal the federal housing law requires um, landlords to lift the no pets policy and they cannot charge you a pet fee hmm. because it's a reasonable accommodation yeah. under the Americans with Disability Act right. and the fair housing laws right okay that being said they don't have to do that for companion animals. Hmm. Um, Again, because those are for physical or emotional support. Right. Um, There's no reasonable accommodation required. Um, If you require a companion animal, uh, your landlord would have to be persuaded to waive the no pets policy. Hmm. Um, And still, really, if they're going to waive it because you have... A legitimate reason they really can't charge you that extra pet deposit. Well,
0: and honestly, like the pet deposit is, I, I would presume to go towards like the damages that a pet would cause. And if yeah. you have a uh, a service animal, likely it's trained enough that you're probably not right. going to have the same issues that, like, you know, if your dog's trying to dig a hole in the in the living room, you know, right, that kind of thing.
1: Absolutely. The other question I get asked a lot is. um... Whether or not you have to prove your disability, okay, and that happens in all sorts of contexts. So you know, in employment, in um, the landlord-tenant relationship, and really, uh, do you technically no? However, a little note from your doctor.
0: Yeah, a note from okay, a note from a doctor is fine. Yeah, I I I don't know. It seems like that might be a very Well, the way it played out in my head seems like it would be a very humiliating process. Prove you're disabled, you know.
1: Right. I mean, yeah. Now, that being said, it's also really not wise for a landlord to be fighting tenants on whether or not they are disabled. That's (laughs) asking for trouble. Somebody tells you
0: they're disabled, best thing to do, take their word for it. Yeah. Yeah, don't question that. Kind of a dick thing to do right yeah
1: and honestly a lot of americans with disabilities get some sort of aid so that shows up on the application yeah. so that should be all the verification you require
0: yeah
1: um if you if a landlord really feels someone's scamming the system
0: because okay.
1: tenants do that just like landlords have a system and ben wants to fight against the man uh the reason the man tends to fight back is because tenants are also scandalous and will do stupid things.
0: The man is whoever I deem. (laughs) Oh!
1: (laughs) (laughs) He has a magic wand. You didn't know. And then naturally, even if it is a service animal, you are responsible for any damage outside of reasonable wear and tear. Yeah. Which, again, makes complete sense um, because let's be careful with what we do. Also, don't be a jerk. Pick up your poop. Your dog's poop. I mean, <laughs> how many times have we all been out and about? Also,
0: don't be a dick and leave your dog outside in the winter time. Because we, ha- we saw plenty of neighbors that would do that, too. Like, they'd put their dog outside, like, freezing cold weather, like, snow on the ground, everything like that, and just leave the dog outside, like, all day. You know, we, we saw it mm-hmm. all the time. Don't be a dick.
1: Yeah, yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah,
0: I know it's not related to what we're talking about, but just don't don't leave your fucking pets outside, especially in an apartment complex when all your neighbors can see what you're doing.
1: Oh, and then they bark. And that's so okay, let's talk about barking pets for a minute. My so cats don't bark. No, they just make people itch. Um,
0: <laughs> that they do. They excel at that.
1: <laughs> right. So let's talk about the landlord tenant relationships when pets are allowed. What are your responsibilities? Okay you are not allowed to disturb the quiet enjoyment of your neighbors everybody has a right to the quiet enjoyment of their premises okay okay does that mean you have to be silent obviously not you're gonna hear someone walking in the apartment above you they're gonna (laughs) blare their music at midnight okay Now, there's a certain point of we are crossing the threshold of where this is reasonable. Right. Leaving your dog outside and it's barking all night, not reasonable. Right. You can get in trouble. They can tell you to get rid of your pet because it's affecting the quiet enjoyment of the premises of your neighbors. Yeah. Same thing if you have a dog. um, I actually had a friend who this dog had terrible separation anxiety. Uh, for, like, hours when oh it was a man. puppy.
0: Yeah.
1: And it would just cry. Yeah. And he worked third shift. Oh, uh,
0: that's awful. Yeah. That sucks.
1: And so, I mean, they eventually got that fixed, but it was yeah. weeks of complaints and their problems, and he was trying to make it work, but the yeah. dog was just having some crazy separation and anxiety after, um, well, he and the missus had split, so... All right. Ah. There's a lot of changes in the dog's life. Gotcha. Not okay. Gotcha. Um, next thing is obviously clean up after your dog.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Back to don't be a jerk.
0: Yeah. I say don't be a dick. But yeah. Yeah. So okay. Well, so I mean, basically, you know, it it's the the line comes down to, is it a service animal? Right. And, and we know what that means. It's a pretty specific definition.
1: Very specific definition. Yeah. It's
0: like it, it is literally there to make somebody's life possible, not just like make it better, you know? Right. Versus pet, like your iguana is not a service animal.
1: Right. I right. mean, the fact is service animals almost exclusively are dogs. Mm-hmm. And they are specifically trained to or deal very with-
0: very tiny horses.
1: Right. Ra- miniature horses <laughs> in very rare cases. Um- but, you know, that's the whole point is let's talk about or let's, you know, define that very exclusively to specifically trained to serve a need. Right. Um, versus they make me feel warm and fuzzy. Right. Um, and they do. That's why we love pets. Yeah. They're warm and fuzzy and yeah, they always love you. Why we
0: have pets. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah Unless but, you have cats. Cats don't always love you. There's a difference between a pet. And a service animal. And, yes. Yeah. So and you could
1: be very attached, but yeah. you can't just force someone to allow you to keep your companion animals. Right. Um, despite your <laughs> best arguments. Get, I would
0: like to get a service animal that I require, but I want it to be a small horse and I want to move it into an apartment and be like, y'all can't do a, a thing about <laughs> this. Me and Mr. Ed here, or oh. watch some TV. <laughs> you, <laughs> so special. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. All right.
0: Anyway. Anyway. That's me making an ass out of myself for the past 25 minutes. Right, so. so
1: go home and hug your pets. <laughs> Be appreciative of your pets and yes. all the comfort and support they bring you. Yep. And remember that when they have torn up your pillow, chewed up your shoes, peed in the corner... Etc.
0: Missed the litter box
1: <laughs> <Missed> again, uh-huh. <laughs> which is a problem for renters. Be yeah, aware.
0: Yeah. Um. But you shouldn't put your litter box on carpet or anything because that's dumb anyway. But yeah. Anyway.
1: Right. And just know if you own cats, couple things. Sorry. Side. Little tangent. <laughs> then we'll finish this up. Okay. If you own cats, and there are mini blinds in the apartment. Oh apartments, God! Yeah. Tie the strings up so the string, the ends of the pole strings cannot be chewed up or played with by cats.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, be careful because cats will put their heads through blinds. Yep. And if you have cats, that is one of the things the landlord will absolutely go over in yep. minute detail. Yep. So, number one.
0: First sign, yeah. Number so.
1: two, cats pee in places. And landlords will replace the carpet. Mm-hmm. It's the one of the big things that landlords complain about is yeah. pet accidents on the carpet. Yeah. So, if you've had pets and you don't want to lose your security deposit, I would tell you, spot shot that all every time it happens and you get that carpet cleaned there are, regularly.
0: There are uh, enzyme cleaners that you can uh-huh. get that are really, really good for removing, at least from the outward appearance... The, the smell and, and the sight of, of some of the stains you can get. But, yeah, once they pull the carpet up, which they do every single time, they flip a house.
1: Yeah, that, that's a complete BS. But <laughs> they, they do not. <laughs> but oh, well, the, the they, they will tell stand, you they that. Say, yeah. they, they always tell you they pull up the carpet. Realistically, what happens is if there is, if they knew there were cats. Yeah. They, it's again, it's something that they know there could, there is likely cat pee yeah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so they go over it with a fine tooth comb. Mm-hmm. And if they smell it anywhere, yeah, then they pull up the carpet and then they say, yes. Yeah. Um, any landlord who says, yes, every time somebody moves out, we pull up the carpet and then have it restretched is not being truthful. What?
0: Uh, oh, man. Right. See, this is why I hate people. That's bullshit. <laughs> if you say you do it, you do it.
1: I know, but they don't. I mean, you'd have to pay a carpet layer to come back out and yeah. restretch the carpet yeah. with a kickboard and everything. Yeah. They don't do that. That's not a standard turn procedure. Yeah. Um. There, And I know there are hmm. some around town. I'm fighting with one right now who specifically says that they did this, despite the fact that they didn't take any pictures... They Mm. didn't, they don't really have any evidence other than this manager's word that said, yes, I smell, I, we do this every time. And then when I called them out on it, they said, well, I smelled cat pee, and I know that smell, and so then we pulled it up.
0: Hmm.
1: And I still don't buy it, because they've changed their story. But then you still have to fight with them, and if you don't have good pictures, so last little piece of advice, you're moving out, you clean that place everywhere you've kept everything tied up yep you have photo evidence of everything yep that gives us something to fight with if yeah. you don't have photographic evidence yep. it's your word versus their word. their word will trump because that's what this is their normal course of right. business right. um not always, but just you know yeah. They, they deal with this every day. That's just document everything. Yeah. Photos and video of when you moved in. Photos and video of when you moved out.
0: That's all we're looking for. That's a good plan. It's good yep. plan.
1: So, anyways, looking forward to your joke of the week. Maybe he'll have it ready this week. We'll see. But I first, do. Oh, spoiler he, alert. Whoo, he is on top of it. Way better than last week. Um, <laughs> before we get there, I'll, as always, we have some housekeeping. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook. That is our primary landing page where you can comment, get news, or suggest topics for future episodes. Also, if you are already following us, thank you. We love you.
0: Uh, you can also follow Boxland Media on Facebook as well. We do lots of things up to, including putting out the fine print with. Attorney General out every week and if you are uh, a Twitter user I am on Twitter uh, I am at the Almighty Ben on Twitter don't expect uh, well expect my usual brand of idiocy and nonsense that I bring to this show um, and beyond so it's not uh, an act loads of fun no it's really not this is this is about as raw as it gets <laughs> um, and uh, if you're looking for Jen on Twitter uh, let me know if you find her because she's very very difficult to find
1: so, also meaning I'm
0: not on Twitter her avatar is definitely an egg so yeah i don't know what that means that's yep see there you go
1: if you are new to the show welcome we hope you come back if you like the show we would really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes out of your very busy day go back over to itunes rate and review us it helps us out with our visibility on the world's largest podcast repository
0: and finally we'd like to thank all of you our listeners it's because of you that our podcast even exists uh if you like what you hear remember sharing is caring And, uh, Jen, would you like to hear this week's lawyer joke of the week?
1: Yes. And look at that. It's already. I
0: know, right? I've got it pulled up. What's the definition of the term flagrant waste? Attorney. (laughs) Yeah, that's the answer right there. (laughs) Boy, you just, that's a zinger. Uh, Okay. This is a relatively long answer, so I'm going to make sure I get this. Um, That's a busload of lawyers going off the edge of a cliff with a vacant seat.
1: Oh. Which I chose
0: this joke simply because the punchline is not a solid punchline at all. Oh. So, what is there actually a term, a uh, definition of flagrant waste? No. <laughs> no not I that didn't. I know of. Okay. <gasps> I mean, then. there probably could be. All <laughs> right. Well... <laughs> Anyway. Not
1: used in the legal community (laughs) at large. I was just guessing to kind of throw a wrench in your
0: plans. (laughs) Perfect. All right. Well, until next week, I'm Ben Needenthal. And
1: I'm attorney Jen Routt reminding you, as always, ignorance of the law prohibits no man from following it. Excuses no man. What am I saying? (laughs) Try that one more time. (laughs) Try that again. Ignorance of the law excuses no man from following it.
0: And it does say practicing.
1: But practicing, you can't practice law if you're not a licensed attorney. It's actually oh, following. Oh, okay.
0: Well, we'll see you next week, folks.
1: <laughs> I have never said practice because not everybody can practice law. In Okay, fact, okay. It's rubbing it in.
0: Rubbing it in. <laughs> we'll see you next week, folks.
1: All right.
0: This program is meant to be informative in nature and does not constitute actual legal advice or form an attorney-client relationship in any way. Views and opinions stated in this program are solely the views and opinions of the speaker. Each situation is different. Always consult an attorney in your state to analyze your specific legal needs. This program may change your views of attorneys in general, as they are not what they seem on TV. I mean, seriously, could the main character in Suits actually exist in real life? Boxland Media, think big!